Welcome to The Forgettables, a podcast about podcasting. Tonight, Emma Chima and myself, Asad Patel, we will be discussing a topic which just came to my mind. It is a topic about having controversial guests. We're all used to having, you know, our normal guests that everybody likes and everybody's looking forward to. But having a controversial guest, maybe they have some opinions which people may not agree with. Um, maybe they, you know, they're a little bit out there. Um, like, for example, Chima does branding deep dive. You know, generally speaking, you know, he tries to bring on somebody who has a who has an idea about a brand, but maybe he brings on someone who who believes branding is all hooey and, you know, fooey. And, you know, they just, you know, they have their own perspective on it and he brings them on. Would people really listen or would people think Chima is crazy and would it bring down his, you know, legitimacy? And it would be like for me, like, you know, I have my podcast and I just put a name out there. And obviously this guy went through a little bit of a tragedy over the course of the last day. Um, if I brought on my religious based podcast, a man like Mufti Abu Laith, um, you know, who recently had some people break into his house and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody there. Uh, they Somebody took one of his clips and he had said something and, you know, he said something controversial and he said, yeah, I said something wrong. He's like, I'm a human. I make mistakes. So somebody put that clip out there with the current, you know, situation of Palestine and some people broke into his house and they were trying to scare him. And, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Up, yeah. It was messed up. But anyway, from a religious perspective, he's seen as a controversial scholar. Um, if I brought him on, what would be the response? Would I, you know, get like crazy sorts of people being like what the hell's wrong with you or even people who i know disassociating themselves with my podcast or in the case of ruffies you know fitness podcast if you brought on like a real athlete you know not not all these people who think they know fitness you know if you brought on somebody who actually knows fitness would people be like oh um this is actually a legit podcast i'm not ruffy i'm just messing with you if you brought on somebody like me and you and we started talking about fitness would people be like what the hell is this <laughs> why why are these guys on I think there's a, I think there's good discussion to be had here. So there's, I think there's, there's different categories, right? So there's, there's one. And I, I think I have a little bit of a different perspective because I have worked at an institution where you, you have to be careful about who you associate your brand with. Right. And you know, the institution as well, I'm not going to name drop, but like over there, if you bring on like a controversial scholar to a program, or uh, you bring on a controversial scholar or someone that has opposing views as a teacher, that becomes a problem, right? But now when you have a podcast like yours, where you're having discussions, you're talking to people, and it's uh, it's an interview-based discussion, I think that's a different conversation, right? It's like on Twitter, how people always put in their bio, like RT does not equal endorsement, right? Like, when you bring someone on, you're not necessarily endorsing. Whereas like an institution, an educational institution, if you bring on a scholar to a program or to be a teacher in one of your programs, you are giving them a cosign that we believe what this person is saying represents what the same mission that we are on. But now branding deep dive, if I bring someone on that doesn't believe branding is real or branding is a waste of time, I think that could lead to a really good discussion if me as the host, I do a good job, right? Like same thing with you, where like, where you have a topic where it's about like, it's about just having, you know, you can have a wide range of topics on your podcast, right? And so you can have a discussion with a controversial speaker that is not a controversial topic. You know what I mean? Like you could bring him on, talk about 
the beauty of the world or something. You know what I mean? Like signs of God in creation. Like that's not a controversial topic. Right? You know what I mean? You guys can go back and forth about that stuff and there's not going to be any debate. And I think that like, that'd be a good discussion. On the other hand, you could also do, if you felt like you were well-equipped enough um, uh, scholastically, you could bring the controversial figure on and have a back and forth, like a debate, right? Like I think the Mad Mamluks do this where they'll bring on purposely, like they brought on those, uh, the feminist group, the Fitna people. <laughs> and uh, they really? had- this, They yeah, brought yeah. them on? Oh yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah, that they brought be- them on and they had a civil discussion, right? Like it was a, it was wow. a, it was like, of course, at certain times, like people got passionate, but like, it wasn't like a Pakistani TV, like news. Uh, oh God. You know, like the politicians going back. Uh... And forth. It wasn't, <laughs> like, you know, you can't even understand what's going on because they're all yelling at each other. You know, it wasn't like that. It was like a civil discussion. Um, of course, they didn't come to agreement on their, their views. Like it's not, that's not the purpose, right? The purpose is to have a little bit of back and forth. Um, and through that, you understand and you empathize with the other person's point a little bit more than you would have if you didn't have that conversation. And so I think podcasting is a brilliant platform because you can really dive into the nuances, into people's uh, viewpoints and understand why they believe certain things, right? So if you bring something up, like let's say you believe podcasting sucks, right? Like there's no point anyone should ever start a podcast, right? That's us that's right there. I can bring you on as someone that's a proponent of podcasting and we can have a solid civil back and forth discussion. I'd be like, okay, so you had this viewpoint. You believe that podcasting is not real or like it's not a good way to do anything or whatever it is, the waste of time. Why do you believe that? Why are you even on this podcast if you believe that? Like, why did you accept this invite? You know what I mean? Like you can have those kind of discussions. Um, and I think Jordan Harbinger, I think I've probably mentioned him quite a few times in this podcast is someone that I, uh, I look up to when it comes to podcasting, especially interview podcasting. He'll ask like Dennis, he asked, he had Dennis Rodman on his podcast and he asked him, he was like, so what's up with the crazy man? Like, like he legit just asked him like, why are you so crazy? <laughs> and so uh, of course he had developed a relationship and he kind of had that kind of going and he was able to ask. Right. And so then Dennis gave like an honest uh, answer talking about like it's about attention and stuff like that and so it's you can really really dive into the nuances in this platform uh and i think bringing on controversial guests coming back to the topic i think it kind of probably went a little bit all over the place but like i think there there is no better platform than podcasting for having controversial guests now that's number one if you do it right like you can, here's the thing, here's the thing. Like, here's one thing people under, have to understand about branding. You can, branding is about like extremes. When I, when I say this, you're guys probably thinking like, what is this guy talking about? It's about not being in the middle. It's about you either love this product or you hate it, right? Like, well, I'll give you an example. So I said, by actually, I don't know if you saw the, the weekly rundown for last week, but uh, we included your little, uh, your snip about we're uh, running out of gas. But anyway, the, that you're on mute. I just turned it off. What What do you mean my dead bit about running out of gas? In the um, in the in the bottom, we were like, in case you missed it, reader AP. Like so I forgot what we wrote, but like it was like reader AP says something about running out of gas in North Carolina. 
informs us they're still running low on gas in North Carolina. Yeah, or whatever. We're still having problems. Yeah. But um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So weekly rundown. One of the things we did was uh, it was a de deliberate decision that we're not going to use any capitals. So we don't use any capitals unless it's a name. So okay. after every period, it's lowercase. And okay. one of the feedbacks we kept getting over and over is like, this is one of the first things people notice. It's like, dude, why do you guys not use capitals? It's like, that's so annoying. And the thing is, <laughs> that's how you separate yourself, right? Like it, it, all you have is a blank sheet of paper or a screen and all you have is words. How do you separate yourself? One is your style, right? Like yeah. how you actually write. The other is like, you have to find little things, man. Like just a little thing that like, hey, we're not gonna use any capitalizations and that's gonna be our trademark. That sticks in people's head. And it, you may think that, oh, you don't want people to stick in their head something that they don't like, it's annoying. But they, first off, they get used to it. The second off, that's something that they talk about, right? And that's where branding yeah. comes into play, right? And so same thing with like these controversial people. A lot of times they are purposefully controversial because they know that, you know, being hated by a certain group means that they're loved by a certain group as well, right? And so you bringing these people on will have a positive impact on your overall publicity, I will say, right? Because these people that are controversial, that like they do have, no matter like what field you're in, whoever's controversial, they do have a certain amount of people that listen to them, right? Like, I don't know if you have a different take on that, but you know, people say, there's a common saying that like, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Yeah. And so I think this is one of the things we talked about. If you listen to our Volkswagen episode, right? There's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Although Volkswagen messed up everything, right? Like in that April Fool's joke, I don't want to go over the whole thing again. Yeah. They, they had all the wrong steps. That being said, I was like, dude, we're doing a podcast episode on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's in the news. Everyone is talking about it. So if Volkswagen's primary objective with this April Fool's joke was, we want people to know that we are moving forward in the electric direction. Although they didn't get to it, by the way, they wanted to get to it, right? They, yeah. they wanted to do a little joke, but they got to it, right? Like in every article is like, hey, Volkswagen's trying to display this message. They messed up, but hey, we, they still got the message across. And they probably, they probably reached more people by messing up than they would have had they not messed up. Right. Well, well, I was actually watching a video today. It was on Facebook. It was about this guy who did this experiment. I forget his name. Um, he did an experiment on Instagram where he was purposefully um, photoshopping himself to make himself richer than he is. And he did it over the course of two weeks and he ended up with a thousand extra followers. So he's like, yeah, the experiment was, you know, it was a success in his opinion. But he's like, the way he did it is he would do a pretty good job photoshopping, but he wouldn't do a perfect job. He said, because negativity garners more follows and more people than positivity does on social media. So he would leave small, small blemishes. So people would see that there's something wrong. And he kept doing this for two weeks until he achieved this purpose. And uh, there was something funny. I was actually, when you mentioned the weekly rundown, I actually pulled it up. I don't know why. I think it po pops up in my social tab on Gmail. So I haven't seen it in a while. So I was reading the last thing you guys posted, but this is the most hilarious thing. Chicago has given up on life. <laughs> They've released cats, feral cats all throughout the city to take care of their rat problem. 
Um, and next we'll see Chicago releasing, uh, what's it called? Dogs, wild dogs to take care of their cat problem when they have too many cats. What? Do you not know that's at the bottom of the weekly rundown? The Chicago? Yeah, it says that that's the last that's the last thing at the end of the weekly rundown. Chicago has given week? up on Chicago has given up on life. They've released feral cats to take care of their rat rat problem. In a few weeks you'll see they'll be releasing <laughs> the wild dogs to take care of their cat problem. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, okay, I see it now. <laughs> feral cats uh, on the street. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Shima don't even know what's in the weekly rundown. Don't tell yeah. anybody. <laughs> No, you miss things. You know what I mean? Like, I just no. There's a lot of information in there, so I mean, you know, it makes sense that you'll miss a few things. But yeah, but but, I mean, back to the topic of controversial guests. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Where you could make it a really good discussion, and and I see what you're saying. Where I've seen people like you know, even atheists on their atheistic shows bring on like Muslim guests, although they're anti-Muslim in their talks. They bring on a Muslim guest, you know, to have a discussion and, you know, that it brings in people because people want to hear it or people want right. to see it. So, you know, it's a, you know, it's a sort of a, it's sort of a thing. You bring on somebody who isn't from your viewpoint to, I guess, make it seem like you're more well-rounded or, you know, maybe you can spar with them. Yeah. It's like, so have you heard of CoffeeZilla? Ooh. CoffeeZilla. So on YouTube, there's this guy. So he's, he's known for exposing like the fake gurus, right? So like you've probably seen, there's a lot of like these guys that are selling courses about how to be like super rich and successful. Like I'm not going to name drop because I can only think of one, but like, you know, those ads that you skip on YouTube, like he, he actually like, he'll go, he'll watch the whole ad and he'll analyze what they're doing. And then, you know, like a lot of times it'll be like a 17 year old kid like saying I made this much mil- like millions and I got this Lamborghini. Bro, I have YouTube you know premium. I, mean? I don't deal with this peasant <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, for the rest of us, you guys have probably seen that, right? Especially Bro, if like... The most annoying one, I'm going to drop this guy's name. Assalamu alaikum. My name is Uthman. And if you want to learn how to live like, you know, a successful lifestyle, I will teach you. It's like, bro, Uthman, please keep your successful lifestyle to yourself. I'll live <laughs> like a normal guy. I'm okay with it. I haven't seen that one. I, uh, you oh, got to yeah. send it to me. But like, so these guys, they spend a lot of money on ads and they have these courses that are really expensive and they're essentially like teaching you stuff that like, here's the thing, any course, when you think about it, like you can get in like a book, right? Like these are all like self-help books that they're kind of condensing into like a course, which is fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like I don't, I personally don't have a problem with it. I just don't like like the over the top ads and all that stuff. It's just like, dude, stop. You know what I mean? And so CoffeeZilla, what this guy does is he'll actually like take the courses and he'll like say, you know, half of this book, half of this course is just like this book or, you know what I mean? Like he'll just kind of analyze like, Hey, this course is really just like saying this one main point for like three hours straight. And there's a lot of rambling on, he goes on tangents, doesn't really mention much content, like that kind of stuff. He'll invite these people on these fake gurus as well. Uh, and how I have debates and like one of the debate topics is like, how come you don't offer refunds? Like stuff like that. Like, so $1,499 course, $1,500, you don't offer, offer any refunds. Right. The people like, Good like God. Dan. Yeah. You, you probably heard like Dan Locke, you know, the Asian guy, probably I don't know. Dan Locke, Ty Lopez, like oh, yeah, these Ty guys, Lopez. that guy's a clown. Yeah. It's like, they have like a cult following 
Mm -hmm. Right. And so he'll use these videos and there's like, of course, there's like a lot of people that come to like their defense as well. What, what do you, what are these guys are called gurus, right? Yeah. We call them okay. fake gurus. So I'm, I'm going to say something. Ty Lopez is the Amway of gurus. <laughs> right. He is. And they're all like that, right? Like they're all like MLM, like, Hey, just you like, if you look at the business model of like a lot, a lot of what these people do, I've seen a couple of these CoffeeZilla videos. So he kind of breaks it down, but essentially what he points out is like these followers that go to these courses, they don't actually end up doing anything great. They end up creating their own little mastermind where they do the same exact thing. They create a YouTube ad and they get their own people. They, they get their own, you know, they, they paid uh, $300 for a course. They make their money and the, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's it. Right. And so that's kind of like, and I think what's tough is if you're starting an online business, it's really like, there's so much of that. And it's like, how do you actually be a genuine authority? How do you actually, and that's what, like, what's one of the reasons that like, you know, we're doing this podcast and we're sharing all this stuff for free is like, dude, like we don't even want to be even close to confused with like those people. Like, we're just learning ourselves. If, if anybody wants to start an online business and they live in the United States of America, the easiest way to do it, in my opinion, is to start selling on eBay. eBay is still a very good platform to sell on. That's where you can get a start. You can get an idea. You don't have to spend a lot of money and you can make a decent bit of money selling on eBay. And they all, and now they even take out the taxes beforehand. So you don't even have to worry about taxes. Oh, really? Yeah. So they, they charge the customer taxes and they take care of the taxes for you too now. Oh, nice. Hey, can you, Um, I think it'd be really interesting. So someone like you, that's been in business for a while, like your whole life essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Like you understand buying and selling right mm-hmm. and, and making money in the middle right like that's yeah. that's the game right yeah. and so i think you should do a podcast or some kind of thing or some like blog or share share what you know you know what i mean like i've i spoke about it with one guy i'm not gonna take his name not like anybody knows him and he said yeah let's do it and then I mean, I was like, I was like, I, I, I wouldn't mind selling, not selling, but yeah, I wouldn't mind selling a course or teaching the course, you know, having like 10 episodes of courses or something where basically my business perspective and my business ideology is very different than a lot of people's. Um, it works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. My business. <laughs> that's, ideolo- that's business, man. Yeah. So my business ideology is always start small, very small um, and you scale up. And the other thing is always having a uh, a loss shedding um, business perspective where a lot of people, they're so focused on making money, they, they end up adding so many expenditures or they end up adding so much overhead that when they have one bad month, it completely destroys their business. Mm. <clears throat> My business perspective is even if you have a bad month, you won't have a bad month because you don't have enough expenses to have a bad month. Right. Right. So you have to, I think what you're saying, if, if I'm hearing it right, is that like you need to be risky, but you need to have your bases met. Yeah. You, you, you should have a business where your overhead is not so high that if you have one bad month, It'll completely destroy your business because a lot of people, they don't run their business properly. They don't have their finances properly based Mm. out anything like that. So if something happens like COVID happens, 
they will go out of business. These people have been in business for 50 years. How are you going to tell me you've been in business for 50 years and because you can't and run your shop for three month months, month. you got, what is that? They're going month to month after 50 years. How are you month to month after 50 years? Yeah. Where's, where is everything? Where, where did all the money go? Yeah, no, that's a, I think that's a good topic for, um, for like a separate podcast. And yeah, that's fine. But I mean, I'm just stuff. saying like, if you're in business for 50 years, how are you going to tell me, although the government offered two and a half months of PPP, which was like quite sufficient um, for a lot of people to make it through that first phase where, you know, and then in summer things actually opened up and a lot of people started doing okay again and people were tired of being at home. So people did spend money. How are you going to tell me that you don't have enough money to survive for three months? That's even with PPP, you don't have enough money to survive for three months. That's absurd. And, and I know this is not the topic of the podcast, especially tonight, but it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think one of the things that, um, so there's this book called Business Made Simple. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. So what what's really cool about it, and I think their business model is something to, I think we can emulate that, but that's another topic for another day. And all you listeners are getting the behind the scenes of how what we talk about outside of forgettables but like um essentially like it's a book so it's a paid book i paid for the book but you get a free video series with it and so the video series is essentially like there's like 60 sections in the book like it the book is broken out into 60 days you want to learn one little concept every every day for 60 days right so the video series is essentially like him explaining that concept in video form it's like five minutes six minutes every day sick like awesome like one of the things he talks about is like the way he looks at business is like a plane right and he's like your job is to keep the plane afloat and it's like uh your engine or or sorry your gas your fuel is sales mm-hmm. right and like I, I don't remember the full analogy right now but like it's um it's about making sure you don't you know tank you got to keep the air running you got to keep the plane running in the air mm-hmm. and so that kind of like you have to understand the balancing act right it's like a it's like a tub right you take mm-hmm. an analogy of a tub right you're filling in water that's the money that's coming in right now the money that's coming out you you need to like your drain can't be so big that it just goes straight out mm-hmm. right that's not a business you're not building anything right you have to have it so that okay, you have, you have some drain, but at the same time, you want to build that water level up and up and up. Right. And so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, off topic a little bit, but, uh, definitely I think business, I'm passionate about business. I think, yeah, we should, um, for the listeners, I I think be on the lookout for some, some, us advice is going to be the new fake guru, YouTube ads. (laughs) He's going to be on CoffeeZilla. Watch out for him. But yeah, I think, um, I think that's a good idea. So again, so well, this all started with controversial people on your podcast. I think before you get into it, uh, let's close with this, right? A couple of thoughts, right? I think we've, I've kind of moved away from doing key takeaways because sometimes it's a little bit hard to pick a couple, but um, what I'm going to do is just like closing thoughts. So closing thoughts is this. So it's, it can be a good idea to have, a discussion with someone of a different viewpoint on your podcast. And I, I say it is a good idea. 
as long as you have like enough content within yourself to carry on a conversation. So if, if your guest has a different viewpoint, and I'll give you an example of our branding deep dive. We have people on our podcast so far that have had similar viewpoints because we're not like, quite frankly, we're not at such an expert level where we can just have these conversations on our own and teach people like all this stuff, right? We have to have, like, we have to like, Hey, like, let's talk about this. Let's figure this out. What's going on here. And then we're able to kind of draw some things. Now, if we had someone on the opposite viewpoint, we're like, Hey, this sucks. Like, this is terrible. Have I don't you, have know you brought we- on anybody who breaks down a brand and says the brand is horrible, even though they do good. Not yet. I and I think like, I'll that's volunteer. the same thing. <laughs> But that's the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like even being hated is, yeah. is, um, it's the, the, the purple cow concept, right? Like, uh, there's this guy that, uh, he paid people essentially, like someone mm-hmm. left a bad review on TripAdvisor or something. Okay. It was like the coffee was a one star. And so he's like, man, I'm, I'm going to make this a thing. So he paid people. He's like, I'll give you this coffee for free. If you just leave a one star review. So he's like, he got known for having like the most one-star reviews and the people would come because they wanted to try the bad coffee. Right. So that's the thing. Like with, with branding, it's like, as long as you pick an extreme, you're all right. <laughs> right. Like you can oh, be, God. the worst is just as good as the best. It does as much business as the best. Now being average is, is a recipe for, uh, uh, for failure. So that, those are my closing thoughts. That's about anything you got. No, we're good. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.